1: Welcome, my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. Uh, we are here. Uh, we we During the Thanksgiving holiday, we repurposed our program uh, to serve as uh, basically just a turkey advice show. We worked in conjunction with Butterball, sort of their podcasting Who arm. fired
0: their entire customer service department, which mm-hmm. I thought not only goes against the holiday spirit, kind of goes against the whole Butterball ethos.
1: I'll say yeah. this, you know, as I was going through the questions, you know what I wasn't expecting? What? So many questions about fucking the turkey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a well, lot, lot of those. Are... A
0: lot of those are people trying to get like a rise out of, trying to like goof the goofsters. Yeah, you know but I, I would mean? say yeah.
1: that ten percent of them were really graphically detailed. Sure. Well, they were like, "Where do I put it in?" And it's like,
0: "I, I don't know. How about the giant cavity? You stupid idiot! Like you're clearly just mm. fucking with us at this point." And
1: the turkey. We Since we got laid off from Butterball, uh, we have a lot of turkey advice build up. Let's go around, and introduce ourselves, and just say how we cooked our turkeys this year. Uh, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm the oldest brother on this program. This year I went with a nice sun-dried turkey. Mm. Uh, okay. It's a little dicey to get the procedure exactly right. You gotta leave it in the sun, and then you wait. For how long? Enough. You'll know. Mm. Until the little thing pops. To the little like, thing beep. pops out. It usually takes about a day. The belly button uh, and your a day is wanna, not
0: nearly long enough. You're
1: not going to want to eat it. That's the other thing. Uh, my, so my name is Travis McRoy. I'm the middleest brother, and I sat on it. You incubated it. I incubated it, own, it for okay. 16 days. Uh, my name is Griffin McRoy, and also I, that I, turkey ended up tasting of farts. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> you just really wanted to say farts to me. You farts,
0: f- farts, farts. You guys haven't heard, because this is our third stab at trying to start the show, but Travis has tried to incorporate farts into each attempt.
1: Well, um, my offer that our intro should just be us farting into the microphones for three for minutes. For yeah. It's down. kind of a dry week, so
0: that might impress upon the rest of the episode. My name is Griffin McRoy, and I just tormented a live turkey for like a year. Every, I, I built a, a dungeon, a turkey dungeon, and then I would go in there every day around noon. Um, you got to have it be at like a regular time so the turkey knows that it's coming. Um, and then I just, uh, just terrorized it, and then eventually it basted in its own uh, terror And that is how you you get a good brine on a turkey.
1: You can really taste the begrudging acceptance that his turkey wife has probably remarried and moved on with her life. Oh yeah. That uh, that really comes through in the meat.
0: And then, and then I teach him to love me. And then I get him to hunt, kill, and cook other turkeys, Homeland, season four. Catch it on Blu-ray and DVD, (laughs) get the full collection. Claire, like, turkey Turkey, claire danes is a great she is just all over the place very dynamic performance
1: so wait you're saying that
0: uh i'm saying i recreated homeland season four because there's no way they're going to make it there without my help um only it's all turkeys mm-hmm. uh, i found a turkey that looks a lot like claire danes found a turkey that looks a lot like mandy patinkin that was not as hard as you think it would be um and then i shoot the show in my backyard
1: and the turkey is turned against, is weaponized against other turkeys. He's, an, did he's you not, an Uncle Tom he's an Uncle Tom turkey. Can you not
0: like did you not follow along? I know I guess it is kind of a confusing show, but When anyway. did you
1: find time to eat? Oof. I didn't, I guess. That's the life of a big Hollywood producer, you know? So you just blew right past Thanksgiving and the turkeys were spared because of your involvement in their in their creative process.
0: Well, I mean, we got to take them at least to sweeps, c- and then we'll see if we can get like season five, season six. This is this is how this fucking business works, Travis.
1: Okay, you know, I'm new to it. I didn't know uh, there was so much starvation involved in turkey eating. I've been looking at a lot of pictures of turkeys, mm-hmm. um, in the build up to this bit, this classic, sure to be classic bit, and um. I, it, something occurred to me it's the, the distinguishes turkeys is that they are the only animal that looks delicious in their natural form I don't think that's like, true at all if you now, if you look at a if you look at a picture of a turkey right if you just say I'm gonna look at a turkey today mm-hmm. and then you go to like a Google image search and just search for turkey and tell me if they don't look like they are just Flaunting the meat, like you just I actually think they look like they have ball bag heads with ball yeah. bags underneath their heads, and then their whole body <laughs> is kind of a ball bag,
0: kind of a overlapping a uh, series of scrote. Is Some yeah. of the
1: animals you have to work to imagine how you might eat them, and I feel like the turkey really has it on display. Like, check mm-hmm. it out, you know where you're going to eat me, but its yeah. head looks like a penis. you're obviously, the head is like clearly labeled not for eating, though. This is what I'm (laughs) saying. It's convenient. It's like a pull tab, you know, like Uh definitely uh don't eat this. It's obvious you don't want to eat this. And the tail looks like a beautiful fan, so you don't want to eat that, obvs. But then the rest of it just looks delicious. Like it's obviously you want to eat it.
0: I can't go here with you, Juice. Oh, man, I love turkey. How about a question?
1: Yeah, Yeah, here's a question. Turkey.
0: Okay, how about another one? Now
1: let me rephrase that as a question. Okay. Turkey. Turkey, okay, that's better. That's that's a little bit better. Um, hold on, I'm just scrolling through all of the turkey questions. And beating to it. Some that aren't. <laughs> no, I'm not, sir. <laughs> sir. Gift-giving season is here, and in an effort to find some sweet deals, I came across some good quality refurbished electronics. Is it socially acceptable to give somebody a refurbished item, or would I be committing a social taboo of the highest order? And that's from Joey. Um... I, I'm huge into refurbish. I yeah. think that's great because you're keeping something out of a landfill. You know, you're not creating more Ugh, more right. waste.
0: Captain Planet. I'm. I've been thinking about this question for a bit now, and um, as somebody who used to work at GameStop, I actually am a lot more hesitant about this prospect because I have some fucking horror stories that would turn your hair white. uh, about
1: refurbished electronics
0: about refurbished electronics do you know let's play a quick guessing game of all the playstation portables sony's uh, classic handheld gaming device that were turned into our store for trade-in credit uh how many were chock-loaded with the butt-slamminest porn (laughs) you've ever dreamt of not did, enough did you say a hundred percent congratulations there were certain there were certain devices that was just like obviously anything with any sort of hard drive that you can download multimedia content to um that also had a screen on it it which people turn it into like the playstation
1: butt slam <laughs> Three <laughs> thousand, I'm I, at it. But Griffin, so you're concerned because you, when you refurbish it, you also reformat it, right? You're not handing it back to yeah, customers but there's a, with to the reformat it. To reformat
0: it. it, I had to press the button, right, and scroll <laughs> to the thing in the menu. And guess what? It always, like, before I could get to that old user interface, I saw a fucking butt with a man's like whole head in it, like. <laughs>
1: So your concern would be that you would be regifting someone a refurbished device that at some point <laughs> someone haunted. had used to bait to. It, it what haunted it, by the ghost of baiting.
0: What if the sales associate had not been as diligent as I was? Guys, like, there was this one time this dude came in and he handed in his PlayStation Portable like, I'd like to trade this in. I was like, I can't wait to see what's on this shit. And he actually said, uh, make, sure you, uh, make sure you check out some of the stuff I got in there. I think you're really gonna <laughs> like it. He actually told me that. Um, and it was, I'm like, it was just, just asses for days. It was gigabytes upon <laughs> gigabytes of gigabytes.
1: I, I wish I could have been in the car with somebody who had just dropped off a porn loaded PlayStation. Cause they've got to ha- be having that discussion in their head. Like, no, I've, I've formatted it. Didn't I? Did no, I? Know, I definitely... Better, better point is then they reach over and they pick up the other PSP they have. And they're mm. like, wait, 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 none of my porn's on you. Oh no. Uh, this is
0: my Crash Bandicoot one. I turned in the wrong one. Damn it! Tra-
1: God damn Travis it! Travis stepped all over my funny bit. Sorry, and go I'd ahead, Justin. Wait, I'd been waiting to do this funny bit while you guys talked about your stuff. Do and it. Travis stepped all over. He said, do "No, I got a different bit. I'm going to do." And it was very rude. Can you give me? Can you give me a a, a basic rundown of what your bit would have been? <laughs> you want me? Wait, you want me to recap my bit for you? Well, now I feel bad, and my- I feel like I'll always wonder last time yeah like, i feel bad bit. I,
0: I feel bad too because i feel like i contributed to the bit chomping and so like um i need to know if the if the guilt is justified if your bit was actually any good or not
1: <laughs> okay so basically what was gonna happen was that the guy in the fictional car was gonna be like i didn't i i must have deleted it and then he was gonna be like oh, i'm sure i did and then he would slowly have the realization it you know what the bit was about? It was about human foibles, and so, I think it would've, it really would've cast a light, okay, uh, so a very human light A that's something everybody Tra- can
0: relate to. Travis is exonerated. B, like, I feel like everybody sort of got where the bit was going from the start of it. That's
1: the problem, though. Why do you think we're so chock full of bits that we can afford to just, like, leapfrog bit to bit and not just like cling to everyone for dear life this is episode 178 or something but listeners are super busy and if we can
0: deliver unto them a bit in like five seconds and then they can fill out the other like solid 25 seconds of material in their own minds while we like swing <sighs> from vine to vine like joke tarzan like i don't think there's any problem with that guys guys
1: yeah refurbished bits okay I this mean is that's how we keep it going for another 178 episodes, right? So let's bring back uh, we can bring back Torsi. We can bring back uh, you know like ghosts. That's always a good refurbished bit. Yeah, this is, is shit we already
0: do, Travis. This isn't like, oh, let's talk about ghosts and horses a bunch like that's it that's Yeah, our we do, show. we
1: are doing that. We've been refurbishing bits <laughs> since at, our, at least the dozens of What episodes. about refurbished Furbies? Refurbies. <laughs> Refurbies. You're I don't have a rest it. of that. I just think that that's a really Do funny Do You guys word know there. that Furbies are still like regularly popping off. And I feel like Furbies are only distinguished by their. You know, you remember there was that one Christmas where, where forget about it. Like you had to get. You know, if you didn't have a Furby under the tree, you should leave your parent card. I got,
0: I got Harrow.
1: what's that?
0: Harrow is the off a- H- brand Furby. Um, for parents that maybe had Kind of a tough year That mm-hmm. was the tagline Hey <laughs> Did you, you have a tough because year? Because
1: they because No it's okay
0: and I'm good enough Yay! This is what Harrow would say He would say things like uh, uh, He can't tell the difference And uh, <laughs> Really the other parents They're just paying for a brand name Listen, I'm a smart buy
1: Things like I that, mem- just to make I you I remember like, that hero. You named, you named him Jim Belushi, didn't you? I named him Jim
0: Belushi, and uh, one day he disappeared, and, and next thing I know, he's, he's
1: on TV. He uh, had his own <laughs> Or agents. I, I was, of course, suggesting you named him after the uh, secondhand Belushi, but you are instead suggesting that you were gifted Jim Belushi, the actor, and you gave you him the start. To, you have to be careful. You can't get him wet. You can't feed him after midnight or else he's going to start his own shitty TV oh, that show. That was definitely, definitely on Harrow's instruction. And for radio. Christ's sake, don't let him near a harmonica. <laughs> That'll be your whole day. How about a Yahoo, Griffin? Okay. Coffee break, okay? Matter. This Yahoo
0: is sent in by Ashley Bergart. Thanks, Ashley. It's by Yahoo Answers it's user Big C who asks, Should there be limits set for how much can be ordered at fast food drive-thrus? It seems like I am always getting behind some van that is ordering, like, ten combos. I don't think this should be allowed. People with huge orders should be denied drive through service and made to place orders inside. It is unfair to those of us using the drive through for its intended purpose, to get our food quickly. I see a drive through as kind of like a supermarket express lane. Order limits should be set for it to keep its line steady moving. Sometimes I read questions on this show just because they make a lot of fucking sense. Yeah.
1: This guy's this guy's got some fucking good ideas. I don't. Okay, I have a problem with the premise of his question though, because I who uh, I don't think anyone is gonna go inside Arby's because they want to soak it in. Oh, you could just. I have to prolong this experience in this day and age of drive-through convenience. Who eats in the restaurant? Our our local Arby's and Wendy's has a lot of seating in it, and it is so confusing to me. The idea that you would say, I know where I want to eat inside Arby's. I want to go... Into Arby's and sit in there. And listen, and I, you can make the argument and say, like, well, maybe you, you have time to kill before a flight or before you have to be somewhere and you're not from around there. Okay, great. Get the food and go to a park. Get the food and anywhere. go literally. Oh anywhere shut else.
0: shut your trash. Go re- get your food and go to a park.
1: Like you <laughs> oh, you'll have be literally guy eating Arby's in the park?
0: Yeah. That's a good look.
1: A guy at Arby's. Ooh, has, get your Arby's
0: and go to a Wendy's. When you go to Arby's, Arby's tagline is, "Hey, you got five minutes? Because you need you have five minutes that you need to refill the old food tank as fast as you possibly can because you have plans in seven minutes." Nobody goes to Arby's and is like, "What? What is the best possible venue for that I can eat this food in?"
1: We're, can I get a, can I get seconds on these onion dippers because this, I am just enjoying the ambiance. This is not a classism. Like I'm not saying like. We do you... seem to hate on Arby's a lot, though. I no, I don't, it's always. Yeah, so, have I you would, guys noticed how it's always Arby's? Is Arby's just the funniest? I think Arby's <laughs> is a funny name, but also like I'll go to an Arby's, so I don't feel bad about it. Like I went to Arby's t- uh, two days ago to get some some get some grub. I get it, good mood food, mighty minis. They're delicious and new. But <laughs> tell me you, more. <laughs> in okay, so they got two little things, they're on Hawaiian buns, mm. and they're two little. Uh, s- sandwiches with roast beef, and they have crispy onions on them, and then some like a, uh, I, I don't know, it's like a flavor sauce. So really sort of like slammers, slammers with they're like little, they're like little slammers. Anyway. But it's like little, what kind of meat? Oh, roast beef, roast beef. You dumb mm-hmm. fucking. Uh, I was really it's, hoping it was gonna be pulled pork because I associate pulled pork with the Hawaiian rolls. Uh, no, no, no. It's it's a roasted beef. Anyway, I I just don't. If you have the only context I can see is if you have kids. And you're like, I cannot be in a car with these children anymore. Like, yeah. I have to put them in a place where I can get them out of my field of view. I get that. I understand that. But if you're just by yourself, you have to know how much you're going to upset other people who will see you. What if I'm driving through the drive-through and I am driving past the window and I see a man doing a Sudoku and eating a Mighty mini out of the corner of my eye and we make eye contact? That's my entire day. You know, you're forgetting thinking you're about for- that guy.
0: You're forgetting. Some of these places have free Wi-Fi. Whenever I whenever I drive past a McDonald's, it is illuminated by by so many MacBook Air screens of people, you know,
1: getting some you're, files. You're also forgetting McDonald's
0: birthday parties. That is true. You play the game where you put the straw to your nose and you try and mm-hmm. drop it and
1: drop it in. You drop a in the cup. Thing, you Get in the play place for a little while. Get a good static build up. Was it a uh, common thing that the McDonald's birthday parties making games out of like McDonald's like, shit? Yeah, yeah, like depression era children, like fashion, <laughs> fashion <laughs> games out of whatever was available. There was uh, one where you had to stock, stack as many filet of fish boxes on top of I remember that. We have video of that. Did. Sure. Yeah. I feel like that might not have been a McDonald's policy. That might have just been dad being like, oh, this birthday is shitty. All right, shitty. give me those filet of fish boxes. Here's the game, kids. Stack them. I don't
0: know what you're talking about. That was the best birthday that I've ever had in my life. <laughs> um, Man, there are some people in yahoo answers that are just fucking furious about this idea
1: what do, they, what do they have to say um no lottos this is a free country that would be taking away rights oh my um, God. what right excuse me pardon me what legal right does that take away? Is that freedom of expression? Is that right to bear, bear arms? Is that right to refuse uh, Free- army quarter? Free- is- freedom to burger out. Uh, okay. That would be taking
0: away rights. I don't care if you're buying 1,000 cheeseburgers. Source. You don't
1: care? You source. don't care if I buy 1,000 cheeseburgers?
0: Let me read the source, because the source is social studies. <laughs> What's up now? Uh-huh. This person talks a big game, but I think if they were at Arby's... They have they have five and a half minutes to get this shit from from pulling into the drive-through to consuming every last calorie, and then someone in front of them is like, "Hi, I need one, two, three, four, five, one thousand cheeseburgers, please." And they're like, "Well, that's gonna take us it's gonna take us a couple days." And the you person, don't behind sell is like, person behind them like, like, well, this isn't ideal, but I don't want to infringe on this person's rights because I learned not to in social studies."
1: Can I just say I have a bigger problem when I'm in the fast food line and it is not the size of the order, but it's the time to take when they order the order. I got stuck behind a woman at rallies, which already I wasn't super proud of myself, but she went through like 10 different items asking what came on it and like wanting a breakdown of the ingredient list and like the care that would be taken. Where was at the rallies?
0: Well, rallies is just kind of an off-brand. It's not really one of the big three. You know, it's not the one you go to. I imagine that this is probably this person's first time at a rallies. Maybe they've even been to a checkers before, and they don't know about the regional differences. Mm. There are a lot of questions. Rallies is a, a fair place to inquire about those kinds of things.
1: The hard thing is, you might actually create a deficit by buying a thousand cheeseburgers. I went to Wendy's uh, a cup. This was a three days ago, I think and I was in line and when I got to the uh, window, the gentleman told me we we don't have any beef right now. You have to pull up and wait a few minutes. I was at Wendy's and they didn't have hamburgers ready. From my reaction to this gentleman, you would have thought that I was in Soviet Russia. I I could not believe that here in this great land, I was being told I had to wait on a hamburger. I get it if I'm getting chicken strips. You may not have those handy, I understand that. I had a weird, um, uh, a weird fast food experience that was I want to on.
0: Can I ask if it was funny at all before we like get, jump into it? We both. It was work. more
1: bewildering. Well, then it maybe not right for the show. But I would like to say it. <laughs> I know I've, I've you been trying say- to work. But I've been trying to work through it. <laughs> You can say having, it having like, a lot we'll, try,
0: of we'll try and find the humor. Maybe it'll be like a little slice of life type of humor <laughs> like they do on Prairie Home Companion, but I don't want you to just tell a story because it's really not that kind of I can podcast. do
1: it really fast. Put it through your Dave Barry filter, Travis. Take uh-huh. the slice of life moment and then tell it as American humorist and national treasure Dave Barry would tell it. Uh, no. I pulled up um, to the Wendy's and there was a dude standing next to the screen where you order. And he, like, knocked on my window when I rolled it down. He's like, what are you going to have? And then he talked into his headset. And all I could think was, oh, this is some kind of weird Wendy scam where he's pretending he's going to take my money. And he was like, okay, pull up to the window. And then <laughs> I got it to the screen. he was working for bootleg Wendy. I guess. I got to the screen and realized I'd forgotten to order something. And I was like, oh, this guy was talking because the screen is broken. And I rolled it down. I was like, hey, could I also get something? And the voice from the screen was like, yeah, sure. And then I pulled around. <laughs> to the window. Why was that guy there? Was he a ghost, maybe? I don't know.
0: Did you imagine him and you were actually talking to the screen the whole time? Maybe it was Wendy's new
1: projector technology and the man was a hologram like Wolf Blitzer? Oh, uh, maybe. You know, I didn't ask. I, I mean, guess that was my fault, really, is I should have gotten up to the first window and be like, hey, why is that dude there? You, well, you should have thrown like a fistful of coins at him. If they traveled right through his body, then you're dealing with a...
0: You're well, that's assuming
1: the- it's soft-like technology. If it's hard-like technology, then that they're still gonna exist. strike off of him. The, the only that way that you exists. can know for sure is that if they look like a famous person. Because mm-hmm. you know that if Arby's has a hologram projection uh, outside mm-hmm. uh, taking orders from people, why wouldn't you, you gotta make him look like James Dean or Elvis or something.
0: Or Dean Stockwell. How, is, how good <laughs> would that be?
1: Oh my god! If he's putting your order into, into Ziggy? Into Ziggy? Fuck, that would rule. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know, I'm checking the numbers and it looks like, yeah, hundred percent probability of diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried, says- the, I tried the new chicken go wrap, I should have left. You're gonna, you're gonna hope that your next leap will be the leap to your bathroom.
0: <laughs> Ziggy says you're gonna die
1: if you eat this combo meal, <laughs> definitely. definitely. Every day for the next 30 years. Definitely. Because, definitely. Yes, you will. Absolutely. Uh, I was just wondering what it takes to become a mayor. I have no political affiliations or any substantial income, but I think I would be a good one. What do you guys think is the best approach to take to become a mayor? Nay, a great mayor. That's from Mayorally Musing in Nebraska. I've seen a lot of stories lately about unlikely mayors. Uh, yeah, like a little I, kid I saw mayor one, or a dog mayor. The little kid mayor, the dog mayor. I think you gotta have an angle. Like, why would you be mayor? Superhero mayor. Superhero mayor. Mayor by day, superhero by night. There's John ta- mayor. People <laughs> love that. Ooh. There's
0: a town in uh, New Hampshire, I think, where a boat is a mayor. And they have a boat mayor. Seems convenient. It's not like a play on words or anything. It's that they, their mayor is a fucking boat. They have a boat that has municipal power over the city.
1: What about a mayor mayor? That's right a horse that's a mayor, but here's the thing, you're not a horse. That's problem one. Ooh, what about a mirror mayor, and you have a mirror, and it says over, like, look into the mirror to see the mayor of this town. It's you. It's you. It
0: sounds like It's like that Time Magazine cover. It sounds like, to me, that you guys just wanna think of, um, fun wordplay.
1: Moore mayor, and Jay Moore is the mayor. What about a mayo mayor? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. It's a jar of mayonnaise. Sure. I don't even know what a mayor does. Nobody knows what a okay. mayor does
0: because a mayor doesn't do any. Oh, I think the soda's too big, so let's go ahead and cut. No, shut up. No. Uh, maybe we. I'm passing a law. No more soda. Like you can't. You don't. You have no legislative powers over any I of us. I think the
1: mayor just appears at things, right? He- I think it's yeah, entirely you make appearances. I
0: think mayor has the the fourth estate. What is the Tom Clancy shit Like he has He is not judicial, legislative, or executive He has powers Elected to him Given to him by the secret parts of the constitution um, That allow him to protect The other three
1: branches of government Using any means necessary the four, So he's using the fourth freedom
0: The fourth freedom is That's, that's right. what you're
1: talking about That's what third echelon has Freedom, of, of,
0: freedom of speech Freedom of dance Freedom of movement Freedom to burger out. Freedom to burger out is the fifth freedom. The fourth freedom is you, fourth can, meal. you can legally waterboard people if you're the mayor.
1: I think the main thing mayor does is probably go places and get free shit. Like in a small town, I imagine that's basically he's cruising up to the deli and asking well, for tra- tra- slices on. He travels from deli to deli with his giant scissors that he also uses to cut the ribbon on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shakes hands with that's the uh, first okay. That's Travis. You have stumbled on step one unintentionally. That's step one. If you want to be a mayor, you have to invest in giant scissors. No one's gonna take you seriously. I would also suggest a golden shovel for groundbreakings. Ooh, if nice. you have those already, that's that was actually when I in my failed campaign for mayor. My that was my uh, slogan. My campaign slogan was, Hey, I already have the shovel, and it was a picture of me <laughs> holding a shovel. <laughs> Explain to me
0: why, why you deserve our votes. Like, you can just keep that shovel money right in your pocket. It <laughs> also helps, oh, you gotta dollars. walk around with,
1: like, a push broom and say, like, I'm gonna clean up this town. Mm-hmm. Don't Could do what I did, which was have a poster with me and the broom and under it just says, sweep it up. Say,
0: this is Very a real broom, but people. it was just you holding your palm out flat and somebody photoshopped a broom, like, <laughs> on top of it. But the broom was, like, a clip art broom and it was way too small.
1: Then he just switched it out and changed his tagline to, he knows how to use Photoshop. <laughs> He knows what brooms look like. (laughs) He knows how to find. I'm going to Photoshop all kinds of business into this town.
0: (laughs) I just don't understand. Like everyone's so upset about Rob Ford doing all, getting on all of these shenanigans, and it's like he's the town. He's the town clown. Like I, I don't get. Like it's not like the president is like doing crack. Like nobody, nobody knows what this dude does. Nobody knows what his job is. Nobody knows where Toronto is. I think it's up. Yeah, it's definitely up. We got not help figure this person at all. How, how do you become a mayor? It's an elected position. That much I do know. I think it helps You've if you gotta you're
1: get on- signa- signatures first. Signatures?
0: S- yeah, I mean, you need a hundred signatures. Um, I think in Nebraska, as long as you're outside of one of the major cities, I think you probably have a pretty good shot. Do you have a shovel?
1: I think it helps if you were a mayor in school. And then you can carry that yeah. over and then maybe get, like, a, be an apprentice mayor. Are you talking about, the like, current
0: in, mayor? in student council or are you talking about you majored in mayor?
1: I mean, student council preferably, but, you know, because you want to have the practical experience. You could have the, you know, a paper that says you're a mayor. But you want to have some, I, you know, want to have some credits to your name. Something that says, like, I mayored the lunchroom. I mayored um, at the library for a while, you know? I don't think you know what the word means. I don't you think any of us to, know. You what have he, to mayor before you can mayor. You know what I mean? It's one of those things because they want someone with experience, but how do you get the job to get the experience? Can you shadow the current mayor? Could you stalk the current mayor? Oh, fun. You could become the mayor. Ooh, okay. Plastic surgery. Become the mayor. Just silently take over. Like in Dave. you got to Dave the mayor. <laughs> It's been a long time since I saw Dave, but I think that's what happens. There was a- an 11-year-old mayor in Texas. Yeah, that's how we do. Uh, and Our
0: freedom, our fucking shit is so free. Like, we will do shit to just, like, make sure everyone knows how free we are down here. Yeah, like, We got an armadillo mayor. Fuck you, fuck your rules. We don't need them. We're basically a big state full of pirates. Uh,
1: he actually, he... Was in uh, an unincorporated community, and he his one platform was that he was going to get them incorporated. And the problem was that making them an incorporated community, uh, there are laws that said he would have to be eighteen years old. So he would put himself out of a job. He was sacrificing. That is fucking incredible. Isn't that a beautiful, beautiful story? And that got him the job. That got him the job because he was going to sacrifice himself.
0: You think they're Imagine just waiting until he turns 18 and then they get him back up in office?
1: Uh, I, I, I don't know. This is a long time ago. Uh, there was and his name was Barack it. Obama. Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> Look at him now. Look at And him now. now you know the rest of the That story. is
0: why Barack Obama has carried Texas with such a wide margin <laughs> of votes in both presidential elections. And that's why when he, reti- when he is kicked out of office in 2016, or earlier, God willing, (laughs) Benghazi, um, then he's going to come back to Texas and he's going to be the governor here. Because we just can't get enough of that guy's fucking flavor. We just cannot get enough of his freedoms. Can you step back? We love his Obamacare.
1: They always make jokes on West Wing that when you're president, it's like the last job you'll ever have. Can you be president and then go be governor of somewhere and then like be mayor of somewhere and then be on city council? Just and then work your way back up. And then like you die as
0: the treasurer of some student council somewhere? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying, like, what's the life cycle after presidency? I think you just lamp and I think you just talk at schools about. You abstinence. can finally
1: tell everybody what you think of them. Oh. God, I would. how loose cannon would I... I don't understand why presidents, former presidents, aren't going full loose cannon. The only thing that keeps me from going full loose cannon right now in my day-to-day is the possibility that in here in about seven years, I'm going to be the president. Mm-hmm. And I cannot have my campaign sullied by the actions of my youth. But if I had already been president at this point... What are they going to stop you from what are doing? You, do? you can't take that away from me. Try to take me off the nickel. You can't. Try to put me on the dime. There's somebody else there. I'll stand in the background. I'm not even worried about it. <laughs> Loose cannon. <laughs>
0: hey, you going to spin me? Don't look at him. Look at me. Don't look at him. Look at me.
1: <laughs> look over here. I'm in the uh, corner. Have you ever checked out the spider on the one? Check mm-hmm. it out. This so is really close in. I built that.
0: Really close in. Look at look at it, the spider's got Justin's face on it.
1: You don't look give a the, fuck. Look at the top of the pyramid, there's an eye there. It's my eye. It's always been. Let's get the money zone. Let's give you money Got a message. Got a message for Eric, but that's not the important thing. The more important thing is that this message is as Near as I can tell from the sheet, from Nas.
0: <laughs> so Nas in this case is spelled N-A-Z, which is not the traditionally accepted spelling of Nas, the rapper, which is N-A-S.
1: Correct. But you didn't have to tell him that. I just thought it was important that people know that it's... To be befriend, he's he's Nas to the public, but he's Nas to his friends. Mm. He's not... Okay, so Nas the rapper writes, Eric is my very best bud. He introduced me to Mabim bam and... Uh, uh, listening to the show together is one of our favorite things to do. Happy birthday, friend. You're the best, and I love you. And, and I'm now definitely we are credit- the rapper. I'm definitely the rapper, Nas. You know, this is an angle on uh, uh, Jumbotron announcements that we never thought of. You could assign a celebrity to wish you a very special greeting. Ooh. Think about it. This message is for Eric, and it's from Tom Hanks. And he says, I never would have gotten into acting if it weren't for you. You're the best. I base my character in Big on you. Because of what happened to you when you were a child When you were cursed
0: by a fortune teller <laughs> machine And then you fucked some lady that was like 20 years older than you And she is technically wanted for
1: statutory Life so, sure is hard Love you lots Your Best bud Tom Hanks Tommy Hanks Tommy Salami to his friends
0: <laughs> please, don't tell, please don't tell everyone <laughs> that My true name is Tommy Salami And that I changed it when I moved to Hollywood
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood sure did change Tommy Salami that guy used to be cool.
0: They accidentally put out a draft of that new Walt Disney Mary Poppins movie. They the first trailer they sent out credited him as Tommy Salami and they had to <laughs> recall they had to recall the old celluloid on that bad boy.
1: Yeah. Uh got another message from Michelle. Who's it from, Griffin? It's from Maureen,
0: Aaron, Mark, Rhea, Murder, and Sweet Baby, her two kids. Basically the entire cast of Rent. Okay. Happy, uh, happy birthday,
1: th- Michelle. Okay. You go
0: ahead. Go happy- for it. Happy Okay, but don't, like, ask me to read something and then, like, chomp okay. it. A lot, of cho- A lot of bit
1: chomping this episode. A lot of chomping this episode.
0: Happy 30th birthday. Bur- fucking God damn it! Happy 30th birthday, Michelle. We know how much you love Mbim Bam, so we joined forces to issue the best birthday ever. May it be filled with friends, wine, Fleetwood Mac, dancing, more friends, and kale. You are the tortilla that covers our Santa Barbara love burrito. Let's stay weird and friends forever. Beautiful. Uh, you really had me till kale. You had me yeah. to love burrito. Yuck, yuck, yuck a duck.
1: I gotta, I gotta wash that memory away, and the only way I can do it is with stack soap. Stack soap. Sta- stack soap is a beautiful unconventional product that is a soap with a divot. So when you get down to the stupid sliver, you jam the sliver into the divot, and oh my god, eternal soap. Do not prematurely slam the divot. Mm-mm. Don't slam the divot before because the time. we tried to do that with our stack soap, and Teresa was like. Well, our soap doesn't fit, but we had not been patient and we had not waited. Sometimes you get too excited about that momentum. We tried time. to slam the divot.
0: I've been rocking in the same bar for like a year now. Just, just keep, I just keep slamming that divot and slamming that divot. And like, mm. I get so excited to just slam it. I take it with me everywhere I go. Camping, spaceship, time,
1: time. Camping spaceship, time travel.
0: Can you even imagine if I took this shit back to colonial days and was like, check out this stack of soap, colonial fucks, and they were like, oh, goodness, because that's how they talked.
1: And then you check your book and it's like, oh, and now I'm gonna blot out the sun with my power, but you didn't because it was just an eclipse, mm. but you read it wrong, so there's not an eclipse, so they just think you're a liar. And then they burn you to death and keep they your soap. Burn you to death and keep your peppermint, jasmine, and unscented soap. There's three different varieties now. Uh, you can get them on Amazon, but go to do me a favor if you're in Ohio, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Washington, D.C., South New Jersey, Virginia, or Kentucky. Go to uh, go to Whole Foods, buy them there, so more Whole Foods will carry them. Uh, and just do, buy that. Don't buy anything else. Don't while you buy get anything it. else because they know they track everything. Uh, uh, buy it at Whole Foods. Get it as a gift, and go to StackSoap.com to get more information about it. Speaking of
0: foods, man, mm-hmm. um, I got a deep hunger. In my belly I finished all the I finished all the Thanksgiving leftovers I ate it for like six meals in a row I'm Like half turkey fat now I wish I had something I could put in my bell bell
1: Well I got great news for you Griffin Nature you box Okay Nature box Have you heard about it?
0: I've heard of nature And I know like what boxes are
1: So okay. I'm imagining just
0: like you put some bushes and dirt in a box Yep Nailed uh, it
1: no you're so wrong Shit. Uh, do, do you like bush boxes is that like, it, a, like hmm? a like an old porn
0: vagina what are you talking about
1: <laughs> the yeah. uh the nature box is a collection of healthy snacks sent to you every month uh and they're not bad they're delicious and but they are healthy being like dark cocoa almonds those are very good salted caramel pretzel pops delicious french toast canola I put it to you this way. You know when you go to a vending machine and you want to eat the healthy option, so you're like, oh, that nut granola bar thing that's coated in sugar, and it's all like this processed gross food, but you're trying to trick yourself Oop. into thinking oh, that's the sk- healthy option? Those
0: are Skittles. You accidentally bought yeah. Skittles.
1: This is this is the real option. This is the thing that's going to get to you, and you're going to be amazed by both how delicious it is and it's good for you. Like, what more do you want than that? I, I can't imagine. Um... And uh, you're gonna be able to, we're gonna get you a little discount here. It's no big deal. Don't tell anybody. Tell everybody. But make sure they use this coupon code. That's the thing. If you wanna tell everybody, uh, you're gonna get your first order at NatureBox 50% off. Just use the coupon code MYBROTHER. It's all one word. Uh, You're gonna get it shipped free to you. Uh, Nothing artificial, nothing weird, but you are gonna get it a little cheaper, 50% off. And it's gonna cover all your tastes. You want savory, you want salty, you want sweet, it's all there. You want umami? Ooh, um,
0: mommy do you? Yeah.
1: I don't think that's a thing, but umami it's
0: yeah, it's the, it's the hidden flavor. It's the fourth no, I don't it's think the fourth umami estate. Do you. It's the fourth estate of flavors. It's the flavor that protects the other flavors and it can do whatever it needs to to do it, including waterboarding. Alton Brown invented it. Alton Brown invented it cuz um,
1: it's just the best. So, naturebox.com go get it. Eat it. Live. Pretty good tagline for them if they they need one. Get it. Eat it. Live. Hey,
0: I'm Jesse Thorne. Hey, I'm Jordan Morris. We're actual friends. And actual professional broadcasters. We host Jordan Jesse Go, a show about, you know, friendship, being a person. Yeah, we run the full spectrum from feelings to some of the most vulgar jokes you can imagine. And honestly, putting it that way makes it seem like it's half and a half at best 2575. It's
1: definitely mostly vulgarity, but it's a pleasant, friendly vulgarity from two guys who went to a reasonably yeah, prestigious UC college.
0: <laughs> Why don't you try the show out now? Grab one with one of your favorite comedians like a Rob Corddry or Rob Delaney or whatever, or somebody awesome that maybe you haven't heard of yet. Yeah, go to maximumfun.org or your favorite podcasting app and download an episode of Jordan Jesse Go now. <laughs> Justin, oh my God! Introduce farm wisdom.
1: Farm wisdom, farm wisdom. Grow some corn and watch some porn. Farm Don't wisdom. why? Would nailed you? it, nailed it. That's gross. You really touched on the two hot top topic that, that farmers are worried about today. <laughs> what should they grow, and then what should they do with their free time? We got it covered.
0: Do you guys think there's farmer porn? Do you think that there's a set of specific things that only, like, a good mulch, that, like, farmers just can't get it going unless they
1: experience that in their porn? Definitely. (laughs) You think that farmer porn has to have mulch? I'm saying that there, that's a- I think regular porn has to have mulch, but that's just me. I'm a man of very exotic tastes. I think that farmer porn has to
0: incorporate some sort of element about topsoil erosion, um- about uh um the water table i think that like they have to set that up like you know how some porn has like a fiction to it they have to set that up like hey uh i lost my phone i was over here for the party oh come in cool yeah hey can you tell me about the water table here at your place and she's like oh yeah it's uh we're looking at a ph balance of about four which makes it good for you know more <laughs> acidic uh things like peaches would mind would like to see your peaches Yeah, they're great. We have this new mulch, and they're growing really nice and plump. All right, well, thanks, bye. (laughs) And then he leaves.
1: Um, Let's let's tune into some farm wisdom. Travis, tell me. I'm ready. I bought a book to learn how to raise goats to make artisan goat cheeses, and was shocked to find that when baby goats, kids, are delivered breech, they sometimes look dead. They aren't. In order to, quote, wake the goats up, end quote, the farmers must grab the kid by its neck and feet and swing it a big U-shape several times to clear the amniotic fluid out of its nose and lungs. Gross, right? And that's from Tiffany. I mean, that's how humans... That's, they have to do that to human babies, too, I think, right? How else are they going to start breathing? Don't you think that that's, like, 50-50? Like, that's what you have to do? And also, it's probably pretty fun probably for pretty the farmer? probably pretty fun to do it, Yeah. The farmer's like, "Ooh, breach! Whip it, Go dance! A quick, little Fred Astaire, cane, cane wobble." Uh, my father, who is a soy, soybean and corn farmer in Illinois, told me and my sister, "If you see a dead snake in the road, in three days you'll have rain, and if it rains in January, you'll have frost in May." That's science. It's from Cindy. It's not science though, Cindy. Cindy, this is the thing it. is I feel like you could do correlation science with like the the rain in January frost in May, but what connection could a dead snake possibly have to rain? If I start killing
0: snakes, can I summon the rain? Like, what do you what's yeah. what are the rules to this science?
1: I bet your dad has tried to fib you out on that. I bet it starts raining two days after, and he's like, well, if you think about it, I guess if you count from hours. It's really three days. If you count the first day as a day, you can pretty much justify any time you see a dead snake, it's probably three are days. Are
0: we talking? Right. And are we talking about, like, the first person that sees a snake? Like, if you see the snake and it starts raining one
1: day, can you just assume that someone saw that dead snake two days before you did? Oh, good question. Because if you see it and then your friend sees it the next day, who's right Tenet, and who's wrong?
0: You can, if people just keep seeing this fucking snake over and over and over again, you could have, like, a perpetual drought. Oh, that's
1: why I should say, if you see a dead snake in the road and then eat it. It will rain in three days. If a snake sees it's raining, does it call its parents right away? (laughs) I'm fine. I'm fine. Has anyone heard from Jimmy? It's been like three days. Oh, fuck, Jimmy, no. No.
0: I can't believe we don't have any subway hacks.
1: I know. We did get one where someone was worried that the other way around that if you subway hacked the subway artist, they would not give you enough condiments. I I felt it was a, a, a very scary world in which the subway artist will be able to revenge himself upon us. Oh, vindictive. He knows he got he got snowed, so he's gonna try to take away your mustard. Mm-hmm. We
0: got a subway hack from somebody claiming you can get a subway sandwich with every topping, including all toppings, for around $18. <laughs>
1: yeah, for some reason, it really upset the artist to get it on flatbread. Oh man, that
0: sucks. Let me get a turkey, ham, Swiss, pizza sauce.
1: Uh, avocado, chicken bacon, ranch Flum, and of course, I want it toasted, and I want it toasted after everything's been put on it. You can do that, but they ha- y- you legally have to eat it in front of them mm-hmm. like God, the, i'm really like, hun- now i'm really hungry,
0: like the fucking kid in the chocolate cake from Matilda.
1: <laughs> <laughs> people in the subway start cheering you on um should you thank a waiter every time they pour you water? Yes, thanking them every time feels weird, but so does ignoring them. Thank him every time. Gmail. You thank him every time. It's an That's easy easy. One. Let me throw this out. Okay. Oh, you do a thanking of diminishing returns. Thanks. So th- the first time you're like, oh thank you. The second time you're like, Oh, thank you. Thanks. The third time you're like, Oh thanks. And then by the end you're just like Fuck you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> thank you. It has you to go back to the nod. Goes back to the other side. God damn it. Enough. Enough. That's plenty. I'm
1: peeing like a madman over here.
0: Um you guys want to get who? Please. It's so Yahoo was sent in by Ashley Eubank. Thanks, Ashley. It's by Yahoo Answers user Jordan, who asks, Why do I look bad in pictures, but good in a mirror? I look horrible in picture, but good in a mirror. I heard if you look into a mirror, and then you hold up a small mirror and look at yourself by projecting the mirror image onto the small mirror. That is what you look like to other people, is this true? What? Wait, hold on. It took a weird turn, because I was about to be like, okay, yeah, I get what?
1: What? what? They have a point, because
0: when you, when you look in your mirror image, right? They talked about this on Radio Lab. If you look at the mirror image, that's not what other people see. They see, the, they see the opposite of that. You are seeing all of your features reflected, but backwards. How do you look into the mirror and the other mirror at the same time you, because with your reflection in it? You, you hold up a mirror and your face to the mirror, and you look at your face in the second mirror that you're holding up to the first mirror. That's easy peasy. Wait, so yeah. you're looking in mirror A and seeing the reflection from mirror B of the reflection in mirror A? Yeah, this isn't that hard. I do not understand why
1: you're having so much trouble with this. And if, and if a sunbeam hits mirror A, you will burn your face off. Okay. You will lose your eyesight. But in that circumstance, if you're looking at A to C, B, and a, aren't you not see B in A, you're seeing a double, triple, re- wait, the triple reflection. I'm so confused.
0: What you have to do is rip your own eyeballs out of your head. Okay. Now again, You you're didn't not, say that, I didn't have all of the details. You are not gonna get the full picture of it, because again, you will be missing eyeballs, and that is a pretty important part of the face.
1: I um, think with the mirror, I, I think if I were to guess at an actual answer here, I think the difference between mirror and photographs is that even if it just takes a moment, when you're in a mirror, you can adjust your angles and your facial expression So you can kind of see, you can adjust and tweak the look. But I think in a camera, you're just kind of throwing caution to the wind and hoping that it's a a great angle. I actually, I think it has more of a psychological factor to it, where I think you can look in the mirror and know that that is ever-changing. And maybe you've got a bad hair day that day, but you're able to subconsciously forgive it because it looked really good the day before. But when you look at a picture, you know that that's locked in time forever, It's always going to look like that, so you're way more judgmental. Oh my god, so you're saying like the permanence of a photograph is what makes it look worse? Yeah. This is why Facebook needs an option where like if you get tagged in something, you have the option to delete it.
0: Or just a text-only Facebook. How great would that be? I guess it would have to be called something else at that point. Or you could do like an ASCII interpretation of your face. You know what I mean? Like a, maybe an emoticon that you think looks a lot like you. For me, like 8D because I'm always got those big eyes, always got a big smile on my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people love would just it. like know, that, like when they see an 8D, um, then it's me. And sometimes I'll put, I'll try to put like an M dash in the middle of it to like signify my nose. But now it looks
1: like a dick. Oops. Oops. That's not what my face looks like. I don't think. I hope not. <laughs> I don't think you have dick face, personally. But I'm your brother. I'm blinded by my love for Cap- you. Can I just throw this out? Facebook uh, sometimes really embarrasses me because sometimes if I'm yelling at someone in a post or something and I am breaking down reasons why I'm mad at them and I say option A parentheses, you know, to like separate that out and then I put option B parentheses, it just instantly turns that into a smiley face with sunglasses, which really cheapens my argument. Yeah.
0: It's like you're saying, A, because you you ruined
1: my wedding, and, hey. And what's up? What up? And here's something a cool guy would say. <laughs> Imagine this in my cool guy voice. <laughs> you stole my wife. <laughs> hey. Question. Hit me. No, you do it. I thought you had one.
0: Read the one about Bladish Eye.
1: I'm... I, It's going to be hard because I really have to pee. Uh, I'm extremely bladder shy. I'm only comfortable going at home. I can go in public restrooms if no one is in there. But if anyone is in the bathroom, I can't even go in the stalls. (gasps) This is especially a problem at large public events like sporting events or concerts. Is there a way to get over this problem or at least lessen its effects? That's from Sam crossfire quave
0: let me tell you i i, I used to have the same problem not so much with the stalls thing that's fucking crazy um but in the urinals definitely if there's other people in there no thanks um to the extent that like if i'm going in a urinal in a restroom where nobody else is and then i hear somebody like walk up to the door my penis is like and shuts down um powering on slow <laughs> <laughs> my penis is a transformer uh and what got me over this Is at some point in my life I became I'll say borderline incontinent <laughs> I have, a, I have a, a bladder That is capable of holding uh, Like 15 cubic millimeters Of liquid at any given time And then I have to uh, excuse myself uh, I have As I've talked about on the show Not ashamed to admit it uh, IBS that is probably deadly and I, uh, just when it has to, it's become such a like routine thing now, me using the, the potty that if I don't like just get it over with, it would literally be my entire life. So that is sort of how I got over my nervous bladder is that like I have taken away any option from, from my palate. It's like this it's it's my way or the pee your pants way. Let
1: me throw out option smiley face with sunglasses. Okay. Travel around with a duffel bag full of your decorations from your home bathroom, decorate the stall with your stuff, and it'll make you feel more comfortable. I being love there. that. You hang up the little cross stitch that says if you tinkle while you sprinkle be a sweetie ripe the CD. Yeah. Just hang it up. Don't leave that in there though. Please. No, you have to take it with you. you but there's this... It? Oh, you, you, you put the toilet seat cover from your toilet seat on there. You put your mat around it. You have your potpourri going. You have your picture of Neil Diamond. You have your cross-stitch. And you just go to town.
0: Everything in there that you just said, that whole list, all was normal. I just, I just wanted to give you the peace of mind that all the things that you have in your P-zone are totally normal.
1: Thank you. City uh, always gives me a hard time because whenever I go to, like, a new place... I usually will go to the bathroom right away. Yeah. I I love to go pee. You want to scope the sitch? Also, because I'm I'm really socially awkward, and the bathroom's sort of like my safe sp- uh, my safe place. Yeah, where I can get away from it all. It's like a well, little vacation for people.
0: And there's no problem with pre planning. Like Danny Ocean didn't just walk into the Bellagio and like grab all the shit and walk out. Like you got it. You got to get some blueprints and stuff.
1: And sometimes they have like a weird toilet. I walked into a bathroom where the urinal was like this bucket set up thing that they had turned into a toilet. Like you want to prep for that. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to know that ahead of time. You don't want to get in there and suddenly you're thrown off your rhythm right? because it's like, what, "What hold on?" And then you've peed your pants. This uh, this problem is especially bad in the the sort of environs that uh, the question Astrid mentioned like stadiums and and concert venues. I feel like they are getting worse about not distinguishing pee zones from hand washing zones. In the effort to sort of push everyone cattle-like through the experience, mm-hmm. uh, it is not uncommon to see urinals that look a lot like hand washing stations in vice and vice voices.
0: For kids. Well, for, for kids. You go to a you go to like an elementary school, maybe you're voting or something like that. You go to the bathroom, you've just peed in a child's sink, is what you did there. <laughs>
1: You just peed well, and in a child me throw, sink. This, uh, I, what I hate even more, because yes, that is awful. But what I hate is the bathroom planner who puts this hand washing sink like directly like six inches away from a urinal. Mm-hmm. So that means if person A is washing his hands and person B is pissing, it's like, oh hey, well they I'll do be that, over there in a second. They, and do, then we can they trade do that out. intentionally because that way, if someone is having a hard time, you can give them some words of encouragement. <laughs> Like, hey, hey, I've been where you've been. I've been where you've been. I got through it, and you will, too. Get that pee out of there! Get it on out, and then come over here and wash your hands. I'm gonna go back out to the movie, but first I wanted to tell you, you're my big man. You're my big, big man. You're my big man. You can do this. Okay. Enjoy the Wolverine. I was peeing in a urinal a couple of weeks ago. Tell oh, me sure. more! <laughs> Hold on. This is good. I was peeing in a urinal in a restaurant a couple of days ago, and uh, I... Watched a gentleman out of the corner of my eye. I don't think he knew I was in the urinal, because he kind of went out of the toilet stall and went straight to the sink. And I watched this gentleman from the corner of my eye turn on the water, wait a second, and then turn it off. Fucking that out. guy is <laughs> was on
0: point. That, so,
1: like, if he didn't know you were there, who was
0: that Who was, who was that whole act for?
1: I don't know. There are other stalls that had closed doors, so I'm assuming he thought, a little show for them, or maybe someone had had been walking in. I don't, I don't know who this production, who this production was for. He didn't activate any sort of hand drying afterwards. Is it possible that he was going to wash his hands, right? And he turned on the water, and in the second after he turned on the water, he just went, oh, "No," oh, I'm kidding. and turned it off. I'm going to May- grab the knob. Why start up. now, Wayne? Or I start now? Maybe, and now. this is totally
0: reasonable. Maybe he peed in the toilet stall, right? And listen, it's it's entirely possible. Ladies, you might not know about this. It's entirely possible for a dude to do that particular business without touching his zone at all. You just you unzip, you flump, you do it. You pull the pants forward to retract it and then you zip up. No contact. So maybe he got up to the sink, turn on the water. He's like, wait, did I touch my business? And he said, no, I didn't. I'll just go ahead and turn this right off because your pants aren't dirty. You know what I mean? That's true. It's just that's the sin true. that's dirty. When you touch your when you touch your zone, you get sin
1: all over your hands. You gotta wash that off. But you've almost certainly encountered some sort of fixture that has been touched by someone else with dick on their hands. No, oh,
0: maybe not. I mean, it's entirely like shit's super automated now.
1: That's true.
0: I'm saying that's it's true. entirely possible to get in and out of the bathroom without touching nothing but your pants. And in those situations, I think it's hundred percent acceptable to walk out out of the doors and like keep keep making that army. What if he's
1: hydrophobic? He might be hydrophobic, too. Like he was trying to work up his nerve. This is his little way of, like, facing his fear, and he's this, he's on, like, step six, right? And step six is, like, just turn on the water, Wayne. You don't have to use it, but just know that it's there. If you need it. But you, you don't, because you
0: didn't touch your dick at all. You're fine.
1: Go ahead. That was step five. Step five was to learn to pee without touching your dick, because he's also dick phobic. It's
0: not that hard. It's super easy. I, I 98% of the time I do it. Is this a weird thing? I've never talked to it or said it, any of this shit out loud before, but I don't think it's that weird of a thing. I guess it's a weird thing because you guys are like stymied right now.
1: No. no, no, it makes sense. I know where you're, I know where you're just coming on, from. Just plus. Okay. Uh, so it's so calm. It's so normal that you think yeah, it doesn't even sure. yeah, bear talking. About. I don't even think it bears repeating. Sometimes you do just pee without, without touching your stuff. Sometimes you touch it a lot though. Sometimes you got to jostle to get the engine going. Sometimes it's like first date town. You can't keep your hands off of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: listen, thank you so much to for listening to our program. Uh, we hope you have had a good time. I want to thank people who have sent us stuff in the mail uh, real quick. Dipping into the mailbag, we have a P.O. Box. It's P.O. Box 54, uh, Huntington, West Virginia, 25706. So I want to thank <clears throat> uh, Corinna Turbs. She's a beekeeper uh, who sent us some... Uh, uh, honey that had been aged in whiskey barrels. Oh, you have not shit. eaten all of it, have you? There's still some? No, I, I saved some. I can bring it to Griffin's yes. Wedding. Yes. Apiary at gmail.com is her uh, uh, email address, and she didn't ask for plug or anything. I just really, I dug it, so I wanted to tell you guys where you can get it. Because she's thinking about going full-time in the beekeeping game, and I say go for it. Uh, Chris Cuchera? era Yes. The Cooch? Chris, Chris Cuchera, the Cooch, uh uh sent us boxes of all the monster cereals which is amazing. Uh Matthew Siegel sent us a horse and pony body language phrase book. Uh, which is so, <laughs> so kind. Uh be able to communicate better for them. Uh uh our buddy Martha sent us some uh uh pictures, some prints that she made um uh and uh Cruz Flores Uh, Sent us some uh, Halloween candy and it says at the bottom of his note. It was dictated, but not read which I really appreciate it We also got by the way. I I have misplaced the uh, the the label but um, Who who sent it to us, but we got three dog tags that uh, have Emblazoned on them in case of an emergency blast my cash. Oh, that's Uh, amazing. This is our fantastic I'll bring those to you guys, too God, uh, you guys are amazing Yeah, you're all the best Thank you all so much for, um, for sending us that neat stuff um, And thank you to folks tweeting about the show uh, Using the NBNBN hashtag uh, Like Matt, James Hardesty, Nick Robinson, Eric DS1, Charlie Balcom, Kyle M. Smith, Justin Sadek uh, Alex Shaver, Dave Smith, uh, Danny Persky, Hosmer Angel, Jeremy Greer, Tiffany N so many others Jeremy Piven also want to remind everybody make sure to go check out our friends at nature box uh, And use the coupon code my brother and get 50% off your first order um, Even if you, you just go check it out It's a super great idea, and I think you'll really love it if you want my current nature box the one I'm going to be getting delivered uh, tomorrow You can you can get a box just like your old hero Justin Get some citrus chipotle chickpeas, baked sweet potato fries, French toast granola, salted caramel pretzel pops, and Italian bistro pretzels. That's my bow. That's how I roll. And make sure you check out all the other great shows on Max Fun uh, Wham Bam Pow, Throwing Shade, Jordan Jesse Go, Bullseye, uh, Judge John Hodgman, Stop Podcasting Yourself, and of course Sawbones with Justin McCroy and Sydney McRoy. Um, probably my favorite show on the network. Hilarious. Yes. Uh, two things. Thanks, John Roderick and The
0: Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure. Off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it anywhere. Makes a great Christmas present for that Mibim Bam fan in your life. Or anybody, because it's a really good record. Uh, also, we're not going to have an episode next week because I'm getting mailied.
1: <laughs> Will the week after that be our Candle Nights episode? Or are we going to do the Candle Nights episode on, like, the 23rd?
0: Um, I don't know. Let's figure that out when we're not like actively we'll recording an episode. Start,
1: start sending in your Candle Nights questions. Yeah. Candle Nights coming up. Make sure that you put in the subject something about Candle Nights so that I can separate those out. Don't and swear. Don't swear in your
0: questions because we don't swear in the answers. It's our family-friendly episode every year that is the hardest to record and to edit. Um, so, yeah. Seriously, thank you guys all very much for your, your love and support um i feel like i'm getting married to all of you you know what i mean legally he is legally i am getting married to everybody who listens to the show so thank you we're all going to have such a, a lovely family together all right griffin i'm ready finally yahoo. The last question final yeah. yahoo. final yahoo is sent by sean moran thanks sean it's by yahoo answers user Mixie minix who asks is it possible to get sick from farting a lot under your covers at night and then opening them in the morning?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Justin McElroy I'm Travis McRoy. God, I <laughs> hope not. <laughs> it's been my brother and brother made me. Kiss your dad, square on the lips. Maximumfun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. My name is Dave. My name is Graham. And we're both the hosts of Stop Podcasting Yourself, which is a podcast from Canada. In fact, we've won the best podcast in Canada two years in a row at the Canadian Comedy Awards. (laughs) Sounds made up. It does sound made up. Even as I was saying it, I'm like, did did that really happen? (laughs) Here's the thing. Stop Podcasting Yourself It's a very positive show yeah. about two people who hate absolutely everything. <laughs> but we love you and you uh, listening through all this promo. Ah, the people have already fast-forwarded yeah. through this part of the promo. Anyway, thanks.
0: We're Stop Podcasting Yourself, and you can find us at MaximumFun.org.